Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This podcast is Entail Enhanced. To see pictures, articles, and links of what's being discussed, download the Entail app. Welcome to You Come First with me, Megan Barton Hansen. You may know me from the 2018 series of Love Island. Since before Love Island, I've always had a passion for women's rights and interests. So I'm here to tell you everything you need to know when it comes to putting yourself first, whether this be in a relationship, in the bedroom, your career or your mental health. I've called in friends from around the world for an intimate, unfiltered conversation that will change your life forever. Expect lots of laughter, a few tears and for the penny to finally drop as we discuss the most taboo and private topics. I'm here to get brutally honest. When will you realise that you come first? Welcome back to You Come First with me, Megan Barton Hansen. Today I'm joined by a fellow Essex native, Pete Wicks. We're going to get real about the reality TV industry. I'm going to ask Pete how he got into the industry, what he thinks of it, and see if he's happy with his career choice. Has it affected his life in a good or bad way? And what advice he'd give to others just starting out? Hi Pete, how are you? I'm fabulous, my love. How are you? I'm good, thank you. You look delightful. Thank you. Don't look too bad, despite the slick back hair. <laughs> well, why have you got to pick on me straight away? Right? Listen, I'm coming here as a guest. You're supposed to be nice to me. You can't just pick on me straight away and go, look at the state yard. What's happened to your barn here? I watched Howie and I feel like everyone picks on you, so I thought I'd just join the bandwagon. Well, can't you just be nice to me? See, everyone picks on me and you're just going to jump on that. Be nice to me for a change. They do actually all pick on me, though, to be fair. I did say you smell wonderful, though. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> So, Pete, thank you so much for coming on. It's safe to say you know a thing or two about reality TV. So there really is no better person to have on to discuss this. You've done TOWIE, Celebs Go Dating, Celeb MasterChef, Celeb Island, to name a few. I forgot about Celeb MasterChef. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people forget about it because I was shit. Didn't Um, you say you got everyone drunk on there or give them shots with a side of cake? Yeah, basically (laughs) every every dish that I served up came with uh, a drink because that's generally how I live my life. When you're drunk, everything's better. Um, Literally. But yeah, it was, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm not a very good cook, I'll be honest with you. Are you not? Well, no, and I'm vegetarian as well, so I had to learn how to cook again. Like, I eat meat my whole life, and then when I become vegetarian, I had to learn how to cook again. And it's really hard to cook vegetarian food, because it just generally all tastes like shit, doesn't it? <laughs> no, I'll be honest with you, it does taste like shit. I haven't tried. So what did you cook then? Um, well, I'll be honest with you, um, what's the names? John and Greg. Good mates of mine, John and Greg. Um, <laughs> yeah, they told me my sticky toffee pudding was the best they'd ever had. Amazing. Salted caramel, little sauce on it, 
I made a toffee vodka, fermented toffee vodka I made at home. That got them absolutely fucked, which is why I think they liked it. That's why it tasted that, so well, good. That was the idea. Basically, if you get everyone fucked, then they can't, they can't really taste anything, can they? So that was the idea, get everyone pissed. So I was true. pissed through most of it as well, to be honest with you. Nothing tastes better, though, than when you come back from a night out and order that Just Eat. It's so good, isn't it? Yeah, not, Food tastes amazing when it you're actually, drunk. Yeah, it, well, everything's better when you're drunk, to be fair. <laughs> I find people a lot nicer when I'm drunk. That's how I deal with a lot of people, I feel. Yeah, because I don't really like people. I'll be honest with you. I like animals. <laughs> I don't really like people. But when I'm drunk, I can tolerate more people. Yeah, just rises that tolerance. Well, exactly. that was my motto during stripping, and I just haven't got rid of it. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I'm drunk drinking. now. Are you? Yeah, just to tolerate you. <laughs> <laughs> that is savage. No, I'm joking. Mean. Um, We're going in with these questions now. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I should have been nice with you. Oh, fuck, I've, I've done it. That's it. That's been fucked. <laughs> but yeah, let's start from the very beginning. So how did it come about that you was on reality TV? Like, did you get approached or did you audition? Oh, um, so I've been doing this for what? Six years, seven years, something like that now. I worked in the city before of, of, before all the TV stuff. I never, I've never watched reality TV. I still don't watch it now. I've never watched Towie. I've never watched myself on TV. Never watch yourself back? Fuck no. I know I'm a dickhead. I don't want to see that back. <laughs> um, but no, I've never watched any of that sort of stuff. But Lockie was on it and I'd been in the city. I was a sales director for a national um, healthcare recruitment company. So I had quite a good job in the city but I, I think I just I just had enough. Like I was doing 16, 17 hour days. Lockie was on the show. I then decided I wanted to set up a business on my own. Um, then there was other things that happened that I can't really talk about. Um, I got sued. Uh, so <laughs> I, um, so yeah, I, I basically went on Towie because Lockie said, come and do this. Then they approached me and I told them, no, 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 I didn't want to do it. I think it's not really my cup of tea. It's not really my cup of tea. Said it for ages. And then just before they went Marbella, about two days before they went Marbella, I went, oh, fuck it. Do you know what? I'll come out. I'll just do Marbella. Right. said, I'll just do 10 days in Marbella with you because I thought, oh, listen, I'll go on holiday with Lockie. A free holiday. It's a fucking free holiday, do you know what I mean? Go and get a bit of sun. Um, and then it just went mental. That was but, my thinking with Love Island. Yeah. Why would you say no to a free holiday? Well, that was basically it. <laughs> I mean, Love Island was slightly better than 10 days in fucking Marbella, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like at least you had a bit of time over there. But, um, but yeah, I, I just never thought anything would come of it, really. I just thought I'd go over there, cause a bit of trouble, and then... And then Go back to normal. I um, didn't know you was friends with James before. Mm, the, 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 I mean, me and Lockie are from similar sort of areas, and the way we actually met properly, we knew of each other, but we met in Liverpool, a playground in Liverpool. Right. Do you remember that club? No, I don't so remember. So there was a club in Liverpool called Playground, and he come up to me, and uh, he took the piss out of me. He said, saying, when you're from Ranmire or saying, and I said, yeah. What the fuck are you wearing? I can't, something like that. And I said, Who the fuck are you talking to, you big butt? And I basically offered him outside, and that's how we become mates. I love I'm that. So glad he didn't hit me, though, because he's big. <laughs> he's really, really big. But yeah, that's how we become mates. Yeah, and then we ended up on Tammy together. I feel that's like how the best friendships start out, though. Like with girls, it's like. What oh people starting on each other? <laughs> or normally it's like, you look like a bitch, and then like, yeah, you look like a bitch, and then you become best friends. But Is that I how guess you make friends? Yeah, when you're on a night out, much. you look like a bitch. Yeah. And then an hour later, you're both getting pissed, and like, everyone's mates. I kind of like it though, because I feel like you're a really nice person and I'm a really nice person, but you come across the sort of person that people want to start on and people always say to me, oh my God, you look like such a bitch before I knew you. Yeah, do you know what it is? It's, it's, it's really weird. People always think, this is like a first impression thing. What do you think people's first impressions of you are? Stuck up, bitch. They were my first impressions of you. Oh, stunning. 
No, no, no. <laughs> first time I met you, yeah. But we didn't really, um, um, we didn't really know each other, and that's the first impressions you do get of people. And the first impressions people have of me is always that I'm arrogant and uh, I take things too seriously, and I'm a right miserable prick. I mean, they're sort of true, most of them, but I'm not actually as bad as what people think. No. But it's mad when when you actually meet people how different people are to what you imagine they would be, especially if you've seen them on TV. Do you think you play up to it a bit? Like when you're, do you think you carry on the like you're not trying to be super extra? Because I think a lot of people in reality TV they've come from like I don't know, like a musical theatre background or something, and they're very extra about everything. Do you think you kind of play up and be like, no, I'm not going to be the stereotype that you want me to be? Do you know what? Like I've um, the way I've always done this whole reality thing is 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 like a bit weird because I don't watch it. I think that's a good thing because I don't get caught up in it. Mm. Does that make sense? So. I've got like this fucking nickname, like Pirate Pete. Like, I'm not actually a fucking pirate, am I? <laughs> but that's like the TV Pete. Yeah. And it's still me, but it's like a version of me. Mm. And then real life Pete, like now or, or when I go out with the mates or whatever else, that's it's it's still me, but it's, that's the real me. And that's the bit that I don't want everyone to see. I think when you do reality TV and people are watching your life, you've got to keep some of it for yourself because if you just throw everything out there that's when it starts getting a bit dangerous I think when it comes to like how you deal with stuff you know what I mean yeah I guess so and then you're putting your whole self out there for people to judge whereas right now they're just judging you on pirate yeah. pig yeah exactly I don't care <laughs> listen I couldn't give a monkeys what anyone says about fucking pirate pig he is a dickhead <laughs> yeah, that's my dickhead side but there is maybe some, some nicer sides that people don't really see but also when you do TV people only see I mean you know it's like that that kind of edited version of, of three minutes of something that maybe lasted an hour and it's the bit that makes the best TV and might be taken out of context and might whatever else and then one week everyone thinks you're in a complete wanker and then the next week everyone loves you so it's, it swings and roundabouts isn't it so you can't really take what anyone says seriously fuck them all I have actually watched on a few things and I do think there is a slight glimpse of like a sensitive nice side yeah hell. it's not been like watching <laughs> It's not like complete it's arsehole, Joe so I wouldn't worry. <laughs> that's the body coach. Actually, yeah, my... I think I might have got you confused. <laughs> Do you know what? If one more person asks me if that's my brother, <laughs> it's not, by the way, obviously, because he's good-looking, clever, and um, talented. <laughs> I'm more like Joe Wicks' afterbirth. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so, looking back, do you think the industry is what you thought it would be? Because I didn't really know anything about it, I didn't really have any preconceptions about what it would be, but... I think it's changed loads even since I've uh, since I've been doing it. Even the past six, seven years, I think it's changed so much because when when I joined, um, what do I do? Towie, that's it. <laughs> when, I, when I joined Towie, there wasn't that many reality shows on. Since then, Love Island's come on and, and quite a few. And now, there's so many reality shows. Every fucker's on TV. Yeah. Everyone's on TV. And there seems to be so much competition for jobs and people like trying to fucking do each other over and, and whatever else. And it's just become a bit of a, um, I don't know, it's, it's just got a bit of a negative tone to it, I think. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. there's so many people on TV that want to be on TV now rather than just happen to be on TV because, you know, they were had a personality. Now people are making up personalities for TV. And yeah. actually, that's nothing fucking like what they are in real life. The amount of people that I work with, naming no names, um, all the amount of people that I've worked with that you think, if I had to sit and have a beer with you, I would rather punch myself in the face repeatedly. <laughs> but then you see them on telly, everyone thinks, oh, they must be wonderful. No, they're not. They're a dickhead. Yeah. I do feel like, even with Love Island, where it's got such a big show now, people filter themselves. 
and you can see through it well obviously being in there with them and you obviously being in tower like you can see through it but it's so infuriating when people at home love this person and you're like but they're not like that. They're just putting on this act or like shouting instead of speaking at a normal decibel just to be noticed. And it's like, 100%. what's wrong with you? 100%. It's like, the whole point of reality TV is it's supposed to be reality. Mm. But it fucking ain't. It's, it's really not. I mean, I'm probably going to get loads of trouble for saying that. But it's, it's not really in terms of the fact that people aren't being themselves. So there's nothing There's nothing real about that. Like, I mean, it's, it's quite funny, actually. I have a guy um, a couple of years ago. I don't know if I've told you this before, but um, I, I met a guy uh, who, who does, um, he works in a petrol station that I always get my petrol from. And every time he used to go in there, he used to go to me, are you not fed up of playing Pete now? Like, do you not want to try different characters? He genuinely didn't think, and I'd be like, you know I am Pete? And he'd be like, no, come on, see, what's this, like method acting, what's your name? <laughs> Stop it. Well, well, fucking Pete. And he'd be like, no, surely not. And then anyway, kept going on and on. I couldn't work out whether he was joking or being serious. And then uh, a couple of months later, I told him that I'd got a new job and that I was playing a guy called Dave. And he went, fabulous, so what are you going to make him like? And I thought, I genuinely do think people don't really, like a lot of people aren't acting in reality. Does that make sense? Yeah. They've seen people that have maybe been successful before, like people that, that back in the day when reality first started have done quite well. And mm. they try and be a version of that. So I'm going to try and be the villain. I'm going to try and be the, the playboy, like the ladies' man. I'm going to try and be the, the fucking mouthy bird that goes mental. I'm going to be the nice person. Just be your fucking self. That Why are you so trying to be a true. character of someone that has been on reality TV? Be yourself. And if yourself ain't good enough or people ain't interested in you, well, it's your own fucking fault for being boring. Yeah, it's so true. I feel like, especially with like Love Island and ones where it's like a different cast each season, there always seems to be like repeat or like you said, people trying to imitate someone from a previous year. But I think that's why I wanted to get you on and speak to you. Like, I don't think with like reality lads, I feel like they all really fit into like a stereotype. They're all like proper like <clears throat> gym goers, muscle like, Marys with no personality. Hundred percent. Yeah. Whereas, what were you trying to say then? You know what I mean. <laughs> That's no. right. So I thought I'd get you in because you look like shit, right? No, but I feel like you've been really authentic to yourself. You haven't tried to, like, fit into this stereotype. And even, like, you'll speak more about your dogs than, like, some, like, bougie supercar you've got or, like, wearing this design or <clears throat> doing this and being really, like, bougie. I feel like you're more bougie? authentic. What a word. What the fuck does that mean? I don't actually know. Well, you don't know what it means? <laughs> you can't like sit and say bougie and then go, <laughs> it sounds I don't know. Is it like, is I it use like... A lot, I'm from Southend. I use a lot of words. Oh, I fuck me. That gonna... explains a lot. Fuck me. If I'd known you from Southend, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fucking <laughs> COVID's the last of my worries if you come from Southend. <laughs> you are evil. Um, <laughs> How are you just rinsing me on my own podcast? Sorry. I I, well, listen. You, listen. I, what am I supposed to do? I'll be nice. I'll be nice now. Um, what was the question? <laughs> That, like, have you never felt that pressure to conform into this, like, stereotype of reality no, lads? Do you know what? The, the the thing with people being flash, I fucking hate that anyway. Mm. I just don't like that. It doesn't matter what you got. It's more about the person you are. I've always thought that. And it doesn't, like, a lot of the people that do reality TV are quite young now. Like, I'm knocking on a bit, to be honest with you. And I started doing it when I was a bit older. I was 20 six or something which to really is, is probably a little bit older to do reality TV and a lot of people are like 18, 19 years old they've never had a job they've never really worked or they've never 
had to earn their own money properly. A lot of them have still lived at home and then all that sort of shit. And then they come out of, of, of doing a show and for the first year they earn like like a fair bit of dough and then start fucking buying mad stuff or buy a fucking house or fucking buy a car and want to show everyone about it, which I completely get. Yeah. But they think that it's going to last forever. It fucking ain't. Not one fucker gives a shit who you are 18 months later. Yeah, like, it's so true. Every, especially with like Love Island. Like, again, I've never watched Love Island. Love, Love Island is a great show. Where, like, everyone loves it and watches it. But each year, it's only one or two people or a selection of people that will still have a job. Mm. Because each year, a new crop of people who are the same as the people the year before, but better. Yeah. And They're think- newer, fresher. They're more interesting. People are more interested in them. And then everyone gets left behind. And then people still then can't come, they can't get back into real life because they go on this mad high and then it all starts fucking dropping off and they're like, what the fuck am I going to do now? Yeah. And in the meantime, they've wasted all this money on like the flashy car and finance and like yeah. the Rolex and this and that. And you're like, okay, now what? Yeah. And it's, it, and it also all that sort of stuff don't mean shit. Like the whole point of, like I, I semi regret doing reality TV. Really? Oh, massively. Yeah. Like. So if you could go back to working in the city, would you still be working in the city? Yeah. No. Yeah. What? How because, come you're still in it? Because I can't go back now. I've done it for so long now that I'd always just be, weren't you that that homeless looking bloke that was on Tower? <laughs> like, and also, listen, I've had, do you know what, actually, no, saying I regret it, it's a bit of a, like, um, um, it's a bit of like a double-edged sword, really, like, because I, I don't regret my way of life now because my way of life's better. Like I get to do some amazing things and go some amazing places, and every day is different. And and my way of life is one hundred percent. My quality of life is better. But I struggle with the fact that I don't really feel like I have a job. Right. I don't really feel like when someone says, if 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 I go on holiday or something, and I, I and I like talking to people, so I'll just start speaking to I don't know fucking random American people or whatever, and they go, so what do you do? I tell them I'm an electrician. Do you? Yeah. Pete the electrician. Well, how, how can you go, when they say, what do you do? What do I say? I'm on TV. I'm a TV personality. A TV, what the fuck is a TV personality, Megan? You. No, it's not. That's not a job. <laughs> Pirate Pete that loves his dogs and isn't like a massive roid head that's got no brain. You've actually got a personality. No, well, the one thing is, is I am on roids. It just not work. Look. Grown in all the wrong places. You want to see the size of me pinky? Uh, <laughs> No, on my finger. Oh my god! Not I hope obviously. my mum doesn't listen to this. Christ alive! <laughs> oh, I'm sure your mum's are worse than me. <laughs> Fuck me! How would you? What's your mum look like? She's good looking. Don't worry about that. Oh, um, <laughs> so um, I forgot what I was saying now. Yeah, so your TV personality is not really a job. I don't think. I, 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 I think I'm really lucky that I get to do mad stuff that isn't really like. A, it's not like real work. Like people have proper fucking real hard jobs. Like we're really, really fortunate to be able to do some of the things that we do and get paid to do what we do. Because a lot of it, most of the time it's fun. You have to deal with a lot of dickheads, but so does everyone in any job. But we get to do so many like fun things and things that you would never get a chance to do. Do you know what I mean? It's still hard work though, I feel. No, it's 100% (laughs) still hard work. It's definitely hard work. But I always just feel really grateful about the fact that I don't, like what I do now is just so different all the time. It's hard work. Do you know what's hard? Or the hard thing about reality TV, I think, or, or that whole industry is staying relevant. Yeah. That's hard. 
And do you struggle with that? Like, do you get anxious about that? Do you worry, like, when you're next? Obviously, without Towie, because that's your main, like, bread and butter, you're always going to do that. But, like, in between that, do you think, what's the next job? Do you stress about that? Because I think everyone thinks that reality people, you've gone on one show, like, I've gone on Love Island, and they expect me to be, like, the papers are right that I'm worth so much money. And, and it's not true. Know, I'm, like, I'm like everyone else. That's, that's the main reason I'm here, actually, is because I wanted to borrow some money. <laughs> You want me to take uh, you for dinner after? Yeah, if you take me for dinner after, um, <laughs> put you on the payroll. Yeah, you're paying because I've left me body at home. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you put me on a payroll, I don't mind carrying your bags. Like I'll do that sort of stuff. Um, I think a lot of people do stress about, um, like, because you, you, I mean, we're self-employed. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't think people realise that. People don't really understand, you know, like, yeah, you, you get a lot of people in, in whatever industry that's self-employed, we're exactly the same. We don't know where our, our next paycheck's coming from. You don't know what your next job's going to be. Yeah. And um, I, I, I've been quite fortunate. I, do you know what? It's a really hard one um, because I, I don't worry too much about that stuff because I always think if you work hard, the cream rises to the crop and if you're a good person and, and, and you're meant to do something, then you will. So yeah. I'm not a big worrier about that sort of stuff. But I know a lot of people do, and they have every right to, because it's so competitive now with everyone that's coming in, people undercut each other. It's a right nasty little business, this. It yeah. genuinely is. But women, especially, with all the posts and all the social posts and all that sort of stuff, women do a lot better than guys do in this game. 100%. Do you think? I think 100%. I think there's more for women to post, obviously, like hair extensions. There's more money that. to be paid for, for a woman unless you're a special kind of bloke. But I feel like there's less men to compete with. Do no? You know? No. Well, more stand out guys. I feel like there's only a select few. I think... Because I, I... I don't... I don't really watch Love Island before I went on it, but I don't really remember a lot of guys from Love Island other than Jack Fincham from my year. And obviously, where's who I date? Yeah. <laughs> I can't really remember any. How did that work out? <laughs> In fact, why don't we do, should we talk about you? Oh no! Oh, no, no, no! Hold on, hold on, hold on! Why don't you tell me about your experience? This is my in podcast, oh, Pete. Oh, Settle oh, down, please. I do this every time. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. I, see, I can't remember a lot of guys, but the, the same as the women, though. You can only really remember. Women have done better. Women have done better than men. I think there's more there's room more... for women to carry on and be like, right, advertise this beauty brand. This There's more products out there. I think women can make more money, mm. but it's more competitive for women because there's more... Does that make sense? Do yeah. You think? Whereas I think for guys, I mean, I don't really do a lot of posts uh, because a, I, I, I hate doing them. Um, I like the tequila one you done. That was pretty. I find it really embarrassing. I hate doing. You wait and see what I'm going to post this weekend. I can't. I'm going to give you a little. I'll show you after this. Um, I can't wait. Yeah, I do. <laughs> fuck me. So, but I'll do it with like bigger brands and and. But I, when it comes to like the money side of stuff, I keep. Um, I don't undercut people and I don't do all that sort of stuff. I have a price for, for things I do and I'll stick to that. If people want to pay it, then they want to pay it. And if they don't, they don't. And I think that's the best way you should be. Like when you stop people, all these people start undercutting. You've got people doing all these posts, doing like five posts a day for like fuck all money. Mm. And they're just undercutting it and it reduces every, it makes it worse for everyone. PAs, like PAs for blokes is what social posts are for girls, really, isn't it? Yeah. And like this whole COVID thing, there's not been a PA knocking about at all for people so all the people that did winter love island yeah none of them people have had any opportunity to make any fucking money like That's the guys sad. haven't haven't 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Come out and done that 60-fucking-80-day PA fucking tour. Do you know that's one thing I regret not doing PAs? Oh, babe, you'd have loved it. I not. feel like it would have been right on my street. Like, I love a drink, I love a little twerk, and I'm getting paid to do it. But I was so adamant. I was in love, and I'd obviously done all that being in the strip industry. I'd worked them on sociable hours. I was like, I'm not going to do it. If COVID lifts, should we do a uh, Megan and Pete PA tour? Oh, my God, we have to. Should we do it? Imagine. We'd be hospitalised by the third day, but it's fine. Yeah, well, well, let's not worry about it. We'd, we'd, just do it, we'd do it from Zoom in the hospital. Just have a party in the hospital. Um, but, yeah, the, the PA stuff, even when I first started, I mean, when I, the first year, all the PA stuff, I think I did over 250 dates in the first year. So that's well over. I mean, I was doing four or five a week. It was oh my God. for a year. And for, in fact, probably for the first two, three years, it was mental because there was more PAs then than what there is now because you didn't have all Love Island, you didn't have loads of different fucking shows. So there wasn't that many people. Um, so they were just mental and they're such an experience. I feel like this wasn't going to be one of my questions, but I need to ask. T- please tell me your wildest PA story. Um, wildest funniest. PA story. I can show you a video, actually. Um, <laughs> I got really pissed. I, I mean, I, I like a drink. So I generally get pissed on quite a few of them. You get the usual fucking weirdness like happen. You get I've had fainters, I've had criers, I've had You've had fainters? How I've are you saying that fainters. so casually? Like your Elvis, oh you know, just the fainters. No, no, no. But, what do but, you do with them? Just sweep them aside and get on with it. <laughs> no, no, no. It's really awkward. I, I did have it, but but that does sound really blase, doesn't it? But it's because nothing surprises me anymore. <laughs> I remember this girl coming up and fainting, and I did. I thought I thought I killed her. I didn't know what happened because I was pissed, and she just dropped to the floor. And then, uh, so I basically tried to catch this fucking bird as she dropped to the floor. And then I've started shit myself, thinking, "Oh my god, what's it look like I'm touching her?" And then I've started walking away from her, so she was just lying on the floor, and I'm stood back like this, thinking, "Oh my god, what I don't know what to do." Then we're about to come over. Anyway, that was funny. I've had three generations turn up at PA. I had a granddaughter who brought her mum and her nan. Her nan was over seventy, hadn't been out in over twenty years, but loved me. So I sat her nan down and got her doing tequila. Stop. And I feel like the older women get, the less they give a shit. Like, I bet the nan was, like, groping you and all sorts. You know when people think about, <laughs> oh, oh, listen, birds love a little fucking cock cuff. 
<laughs> I'm telling you now. Right? I'm dead. A like, cock cuff. Oh, the little cock cuff. I'm they, stealing that. <laughs> they love it, I swear to God. When you do the PR, they are just real handsy. Do you know what? If if blokes did what women have done on PAs to me, they'd be fucking locked up. Right? I can't I, they, they honestly, they fucking love it, they do. Um, but the problem is, is by the time you've done these PAs, and a lot of the PAs you do are... <laughs> Um, people have been out for a long time by this point. They've had a lot to drink and they've got quite excited. And when they do turn up, they are very sweaty. So, but I'm quite a tactile person. So I give everyone a kiss and a hug and all that and then immediately regret it because when you have someone's sweat and saliva all across your fucking, it's honestly, it can be quite grim. And a lot of them smell like cheese and onion crisps. Um, and I have no idea why. It just seems to be a thing. But, um, but I... But I, I actually love meeting people, so I love the PAs. In fact, one of the I, I do I do have an issue though with some of the things that I do on PAs. Um, so I've now got a tour manager because um, I I have a tendency to drink too much and get a bit too excited. So um, I mean, at one point I, I, I was teabagging an ice bucket in front of a whole club of people. That was a terrible idea. Pete, um, wait, wait, teabagging an ice bucket like your ball sack was actually out teabagging, or you had your jeans on, your skinny jeans on still. No, 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 my ball bag was out. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was hot bag. If we don't do this PA together. I need to just come. It, I'm going to be a fainter, I think, if I see the tea bagging on an ice bucket. Well, <laughs> it, well listen, I'll be honest with you, it was hot. What can, what can you do? Um, so, anyway, um, that happened. I also got really drunk at one point and thought it would be a really good idea to go crowd surfing. I've got a video of it. I need to see this. Um, that was fun. Um, it was at a PA that, you know, not like conventional like club PAs. It was in a car park in Wales. <laughs> Very original. Love um, that. And yeah, I thought it would be really funny to go uh, to go crowd surfing, and um, that hurt. I'll be honest with you, that hurt because I went crowd surfing f- forwards. Um, so I think there was just a lot of blokes just punching me cock from underneath, <laughs> and it really hurt. And then when I got sort of dropped in the middle of the the car park um, halfway through, I didn't then know what I was doing. I was just in the middle of a fucking rave at that point, and I thought, oh god, I don't know what's happening now. And then suddenly everyone's drinks. It was just a bit mad. But yeah, so so now the tour manager tells me what I can and can't do. Um, so he's like, no, sit down. Put your cock away. Stop doing that. Um, so they're not as fun as they used to be, but they used to be really fun. Oh, my God. It sounds amazing. Now yeah. I really Sorry, I've gone not... off a tangent there about teabagging and fucking crowd surfing. Uh, should we get back to the reality industry? Should we? <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. I mean, it is part of the reality industry, the PAs. I think no one's gone as wild on a PA tour as you, but... No, the, the, no I've heard some fucking stories. Really? Yeah. But you know what? I, the thing is, the PAs always get a bad reputation because... A lot of blokes do ruin it for other guys because they go and do silly fucking seedy... Like, you can have fun on the PA and get drunk and do some funny stuff. But everyone always thinks, especially where I've been single for such a long time, you must just go and sleep with women on PAs. I don't at all, ever. I barely... Do you not? No, genuinely. Because I I have, like, a tour manager and all that sort of stuff anyway, but it's just not the environment to do that. Like, if you're, if people are queuing up to have a picture and, and, and people are just, like, I f- it would feel like I was taking advantage a bit. Do you know what mm. I mean? How did you find a PA from a girl's point of view? Did because you th- I've worked in a strip club, it's not that different. Like, you have the same kind of drunk person that you need to deal with. But did you have more women come up than men? I did have a few women, but mainly men. But really? then they'd be quite, like... 
rude. Whereas I think in the strip club, they've got a level of respect because they want that dance yeah. from you. Whereas in there, all they want is a picture. So they'll get there, have their picture, and then say some like rude comment. And I'm like, uh. Yeah, what the girls would. And what about the guys? Would they come up and would they, would they try and stick it on you? They would Have try. you had some bad chat up lines? Have but you got I've... a PA chat up line for me? No, I don't. Like, they were just awful. And it was so long ago. But I feel like no man that actually thinks he's got a chance with me would queue up because you wouldn't out of pride, would you? Yeah. So it's more women. Yeah, that's that, uh, it's, it's really weird because I, I just can't imagine blokes queuing up for pictures with anyone. Like, like as, a, as a man, I just, I, I, I don't care if Denzel Washington was there. <laughs> I, I couldn't, I couldn't queue up for a picture. And I think it it's is more, a pride thing. It's more of a girl thing to do. Like they go on a, like a night out with all their mates and they'll go and get a picture and do all that sort of stuff. And I think, um, so yeah, so it just makes me laugh that there'd just be a queue of blokes just waiting for a picture of you. I love that. Yeah, I think there was like half and half. It's more about, you know when you go to some of these clubs and you have like the people that work there. Mm. I, mean, I may have slept with some of them. But not like because they're dignified. They're not queuing up for a picture. Well, no, it's not. It's, it's, it's not dignified. I, ju- I, I, I just would always find it. I think it's different because it's generally a chance for um, Donna from Doncaster um, to have a night off uh, from the kids and then come down. So, it, it, not necessarily my type. Oh, so you don't have many young. No, not really. I think because um, the younger, attractive women see me as sort of um, uh, a shit, sort of homeless-looking tramp who's not that tall. You know what I mean? Or again, it's the pride thing. But whereas the older women kind of see me as a bit rough. You know what I mean? They kind of like that bit. Oh, look at his hair. Oh, yeah, love that. Oh, my God, stop. That's basically what what, what it is. Whereas younger women are like, oh, God, his hair needs a wash. You know what I mean? Like, he's all that. All oh, the middle class mamas. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it is. If, if you're sort of posh and above 40, then I'm your man. <laughs> so moving on from the PAs, do you find it hard dating in the public eye? Like, for me, I know that I feel, like, hard to trust people's intentions unless they're in the industry. Do you feel like you're kind of closed off to dating people in the industry or not really? You would give... Do you know what? The, the whole dating thing is a tough one anyway because I think I find dating hard regardless. I found it hard before I did TV and I think it is definitely harder doing TV because if you meet someone, I hate using the word like normal, but like someone that doesn't do TV, it's very hard for them to understand what you do. Mm. It's, it's, it's really hard. Um, to be honest, I imagine it's probably similar for you. Like when you were a stripper, it's probably hard for blokes to understand what you. They probably liked it at the beginning, then found it hard to understand because it's unsociable hours. You have to go to events. You have to like it's, it's similar in TV. Like like blokes are going to want you if you're a stripper. Blokes are going to want you if you're in TV. Yeah. So having a boyfriend that maybe has like a normal job would probably find that quite difficult. And it's the same for like a like for, for, as a guy. Like part of me going to PAs or me doing photo shoots or me being a bit flirty or whatever else with people that's really hard for someone to understand if they've never been around that before yeah so I think that's why a lot of people that are in TV or are within that industry end up dating each other because they sort of get it and they sort of understand and also like you'll know our work comes and goes here there and everywhere and you're constantly travelling or moving or or doing whatever so someone that's sort of in one one place it's quite hard to ever really fucking see them and find, find the time unless you're both doing a similar job yeah, and someone to wrap their head around it, like you say, to be, I don't know, like, <clears throat> flirty with girls or put on that persona. Like, for me, it's a job. 
Like I've recently done TV shows where I've had to like go and have dinner with an ex or go and get set up with someone and an ex walks in and it's like nothing's ever going to happen. Like it's a work thing, but the person I was seeing at that time took it so badly and was like, I can't believe you're doing that. But I think if you're in that industry, it's easier to understand and wrap yeah, your completely. head around. I don't, I don't think that's, I don't think that's bad on, on their side. It's maybe that we, we forget sometimes because we've been around um, like this game for a while that it's not really that normal. No. And it is a bit odd. And actually for someone else, it's quite hard, especially if we're constantly going like different places and going to events and nights out and, and, and doing whatever else. It's, it's hard for someone because that's not a normal thing that people do every day. And actually when, especially when it comes to the press, because, I mean, in all seriousness, I know I've not got the best reputation when it comes to women, um, but if I stand next to a bird, I'm shagging them in the press. If, I, if I'd have so shagged the amount of people that the press think I've shagged, then honestly, my cock would have fallen off by now. <laughs> um, so, like, once you get that reputation for being a certain way, that's it. I mean, I've had, I took my mum to an event um, a, a few years ago and was outside having a fag with my mum, just chatting to my mum. My mum's five foot two, little blonde bird, and I had a bird at the time, and it all went in the papers the next day. Pete Wicks talking to Mystery Blonde. No, and it's, it was your mum? It was my fucking mother. Oh my God. To the point where I had to actually put up a picture on Instagram of my mum in the same dress going, it's my mum. But by that point, I was still getting abuse for about three, four days after of there he goes again, fucking doing this because people have just seen the headline. They don't read the fucking article. It's so So true. the headline, the, the clickbait could be, I mean, I'm described as Love Rat or Lafario, no matter what I do. I mean, I could, I could help an old lady across the road and they'll go, Love Rat Pete Wicks helps old dear. <laughs> you just so know, do you know what I mean? Or and it, as soon as you get times that people just see that part of it, and then that's the reputation they have of you, no matter what you do. And I feel like once you've been labelled a certain thing in reality or in this industry, you're stuck with it. So just because on Love Island, say for example, I was the girl who slept with two boys, like boys on my season slept with two or more girls. No one's ever questioned them, labelled them. Every interview I do mm -hmm. after. Are you ashamed? Do you reckon your parents are ashamed? No, just because I'm female and I do it, but, you're like stuck with this like reputation forever. But do you think you're um, so you're being a stripper before? You're one mm. of the only people that's probably come out and said that openly and is proud of that, yeah. Yeah. So I've dated strippers before, and I've never had. I always think, what a fucking good job. <laughs> like the girls used to earn some serious fucking money, and if you work in nice places, it's a fucking good thing to do. Do people always ask you questions with? in their head thinking that you're going to be embarrassed by it. Yeah. I Does think that that's why I fully owned it when I went on Love yeah, Island. That's the best, yeah, 100%. I think you've got to do that because people automatically, this is one of the things, this social thing where guys can do what the fuck they want mm. and women can't. I, I know women who are just as fucking bad as men when it comes to being snaky or it comes to being this and it comes to being that and it comes to whatever. But women seem to get away with a lot of things because women are supposed to be seen a certain way. Yeah. So people don't, whereas a bloke, if you shag 100 women, people think, great, I couldn't give a fuck. If you shag them all in the same day, people would be like, great. As a bird, this is why people go on about how many women people, or, like my mates, one of my mates said to me the other day, um, he started dating a bird and he said, oh, I asked her how many people she slept with. I said, why the fuck did you ask her for a start? What difference does that make? Mm. And then he was raging at the response. Love that you said that. Because I feel like so many men judge women on the number of people they're set with. But Listen, if it's a man... We've it's all, like high fives all round. Do you like sex? 
I love sex. I like sex, right? <laughs> we all fucking like sex. I don't understand why people are afraid to say that. And I don't understand why what someone's done previously. I've been single most of my life. I've barely had like any long-term relationships. So I may have slept with a couple of people. Do I feel like I should be judged on that? No, I fucking don't. But would it matter to me if if if, if a bird, that was basically what I was saying about my mate. So this, this girl that you've been seeing has, has slept with 16 people. Mm. And he went, can you fucking believe that? I went, 16? Firstly, you shouldn't have fucking asked her. If anyone asked me, I won't tell them anyway. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't think it's anyone's fucking business what I've done before. If you're seeing someone, it's about what you two are going to do going forward. Yeah. Doesn't matter the what past you fucking is done the before. past. And judge them on We've the all... person they are, exactly. not the number judge them on how someone treats you, not, not who, who they've slept with. I couldn't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, and also, 16, like it was like some catastrophic fucking number. Now, my mate is, is over 30, and so is she. She's over 30. That, I think that's a great number. I'd be proud of that number. I think she she must have been a late starter. I mean, what was she doing? Do you know what I mean? But like, why are people so obsessed with? Do you know what I mean? But why are people so obsessed with the, with that sort of stuff? Like, I, like I just don't. I, I things like that. I just don't get because I don't think it's fair on on women. But also, I don't think it's right for a bloke to be proud of that either. Mm. Do you and know what I mean? Like, to your mate, but being. 30 or over 30 and asking that question like people would ask that back in like senior school yeah I know he's not my my mate anymore owes me money (laughs) Um, but yeah it's just just fucking it's just stupid that sort of shit I just I find it mental that people still wound up by that and also when it comes to people's jobs like and and this again it's probably similar to 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 like you people seem to like your job Mm. so they like the fact that you're on scene they're really interested at the beginning until you start seeing them a little bit longer and it gets a little bit deeper and suddenly it's a problem yeah. You fucking knew what I did when you met me. Yeah, that's the thing. I've had so many relationships break down. They're like, oh, it's because you're a stripper. Oh, it's because you've got OnlyFans. Oh, it's because you're in reality. Like, how do you Loved think it is for me? Loved that when they met you, though, didn't they? Yeah. Loved it. Reaping Absolutely all the rewards. I'll Getting take your pictures for your OnlyFans, babe. I'll take them. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll be your fucking photographer. How many people have said that in your DMs? <laughs> but that's the prime thing, isn't it? I'm a great photographer, you know, thinking about doing a course. <laughs> fucking silly prick. Um... <laughs> But then three months in, they're like, well, I don't think you should be doing that anymore, babe. Yeah. What? How does that make me feel? I'm like, oh, God. Well, who gives a shit how it makes you feel? <laughs> Fuck off then. <laughs> yeah, and don't be rinsing me for everything I've got, bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's really eye-opening. Like, I didn't think men would be judged on that. But you saying, like, you get called, like, love rat all the time. And, and you could be doing the nicest, kindest thing. Or, like, charity work, for example. And they're still going to be like, Pete, the love rat. Like, it's fucked. It, it's, it's not as... Um, for women, I think to be judged on things like that is detrimental. But for guys, it's seen as like a good thing. But actually, it's not a good thing because if you are ever looking to to settle down and move on with someone, and it's quite off putting for someone when everyone thinks that the person you're settling down with is some sort of fucking sex pest love rat. Mm. Is it just the press, or do you get like a lot of trolling from like? On I don't Instagram get trolling for for that sort of stuff. I mean, we listen. I get fucking. I've, I've had death threats over the years, and I've had people burn fucking dolls of me, and I've had all sorts of fucking shit. No. Yeah, I think every. I mean, that was a good few years ago, and I don't really get it that bad anymore. But we all get fucking shit a lot of the time. You know what I mean? But for me, I've always been quite thick skinned with that, and I know a lot of people struggle with it, but I've always been quite thick skinned with that sort of stuff because. I have a very small circle of people that I, that I really trust and I don't really give a shit what anyone outside of that thinks. Mm. Does that make sense? And that, I think that's also part of um, me not giving everything away on TV all the time. Yeah, because that's they can, they can, they can, they can They can just judge that part of it. I don't have my family on TV. I don't like any of that because that's my, that's my little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? And I don't care what people say about me, but when it's people that I love or people that are close to me, that's when I get the ump. 
Did it ever get to you, like, the trolling, when it was, like, new and you was, like, first on Towie? I think because I was a bit older um, and I was quite thick-skinned anyway and it, it never, it honestly never really bothered me. Um, you know, I'm not going to be one of them people that sort of um, says how bad it is because I was all right with that. Other things have affected me, like that the people coming up in the street and, and all that stuff, even as nice as they are, I still get embarrassed now. Do you? I still find it weird. Do you not like it? I, no, I love it because everyone's so lovely and it's so nice meeting people, but sometimes if I'm with, let's say I'm with my mum or, or something else, I get very protective mm. because if someone comes up and they're, they're, they're everyone, you know, it's like people come up and they give you a hug and they're like, all right, mate, I fucking love this, I love this. And then they'll go take a picture like that to my mum. Oh, I hate that. Things like that. It's, 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 if I'm with other people, I get really protected because I think they're all lovely to me, but they treat the person I'm with like a piece of shit. Yeah. And they don't even realise that's your mum. Like, no, and, and, it's but my then they'll best be really friend apologetic, who gets it but, all the time. Yeah, like, it's, uh, I, They I just, hate like, things. dash the phone at him, like, oh, get us a picture, will you? And it's yeah. like, and that is my best friend. You can't just speak to him like that. Yeah, I hate things like that. And, and I get more funny about that sort of stuff than, than all the trolling and all the messages and, and all that sort of stuff onto it. But, I mean, it, it, it's all that sort of shit is fucking horrible. It's horrible for anyone. You know what I mean? I've always been quite thick-skinned with that. But some of the stuff that I've seen and read that people have got is fucking disgusting. But it says more about the people that are doing it than it does the people they're saying it about. A hundred percent. I feel like you was really ready to get into this. In- I don't think anyone can be prepared, but I feel like you was at a good stage in your life. Like you was very confident, like nothing's really affected you too badly. But yeah. like what advice would you give to someone looking to get into like the reality TV world? I, do you know what? I've been asked this question like so many times, like probably same as you as, and I don't, I, I don't think, same as you as? <laughs> Sorry. I didn't do that well at school, as you can tell. So lucky I'm on fucking TV now, isn't it? Um, but um, I don't really have advice for anyone because I think everyone's different. I think the only advice is is more about knowing yourself. I think don't do this if you don't know yourself, because I think that's when you can become different people, and that's when you start going on roller coaster emotions, trying to be something you're not. You need to have a good concept and a good grasp of yourself before you do anything in life. Like, you haven't got anything in life unless you've got peace of mind. And I think that's the hardest thing for a lot of people doing reality TV is that they do it so young, at like 18, 19 years old, and they haven't lived enough yet. Yeah. So actually, they go from from doing this mad, exciting thing and this like uphill fucking roller coaster, like this mad thing. It'll all come crashing down at some point, and then they, they've not had the life experience to, to be able to deal with that. And I think it's... It, it, everyone's different but I think it, it, yeah, it's just knowing yourself you, you've got to spend some time and really think about this stuff don't just get fucking wrapped up in the whole I'm going to earn loads of fucking money and drive a nice car and I'm going to go here and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it because that shit ain't all it's cracked up to be mm. so it true. really ain't you've got to be secure in yourself yeah with anything you do and, and like any job like that's like you said you see it as a job so do I like any job there's there's, there's ups and downs and just because the way we live our lives is seen as like a glossy magazine on Instagram or whatever else. Yeah, it ain't all like that. And and you, you never see the bad sides to it. And there's, there's an awful lot of bad sides. I'm very grateful, but there's an awful lot of bad sides people don't see. Mm. It's all smokes and mirrors, isn't it? Thank you so much, Pete. It's been lovely to talk to you. I wish I could say the same. <laughs> Rude, again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's been absolutely delightful. Oh, thank you for coming. Can't wait to come back. Just going to come again. <laughs> as long as you're coming first it's all good <laughs> no 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 babe you've got to come first 
And on that note, ta-da! <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, please rate five stars and leave a review. And be sure to subscribe so you get next week's episode as soon as it lands. And remember, for the best experience, make sure you listen on the Entel app. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.